Welcome to Reimagined. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, the founder of Emergent Women Coaching and a woman on a mission to help other heart-centered women leaders and entrepreneurs alter their experience of business and life from one of sacrifice and burnout to unadulterated joy and freedom. This is the show that gives you the inspiration and permission to break all the rules. We help you tap into your intuition, your zone of genius, and creativity to give you the confidence and clarity to do things differently. And we give you the tools and stories that will inspire you to rejuvenate your spirit, innovate how you lead and do business, strengthen your core identity, and connect deeply to yourself so that you emerge as the next powerful version of you. Ready to dive in? Let's go. Welcome back to the show. Today, we are discussing a growth edge, which is one that I have been experiencing myself the last few months or even the last year. And that is this dichotomy between stay-at-home mom shame and guilt. And I'll just start off by sharing a little of my story. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know many of you have heard me talk about it. I started my chiropractic practice when my son was six weeks old. He was actually born five weeks early, so his adjusted age was one week. And at that time, and you know, to some extent, this is still true. I just I knew that I would never be fully happy as a stay-at-home mom. Like I, I needed work, I needed intellectual stimulation. I just I knew I would be better as a mom if I had something for myself, and that was part of what led me to do that at that stage of his life. And that's not to say that it wasn't challenging, especially when he was little. He's actually homesick as I'm recording this today, but he's you know almost 11 now. But when he was a baby and he was with me for the most part until he was about 10 months old, and then I had a nanny take him, and then I hired my nanny as my front desk. So he came back about six months later. But you know there were days where it was hard. It was all I could do to go into work when I needed I knew he needed time at home or just needed time with mom. And I struggled with that, how, you know, balance of how do I give that to him and how do I have a career and and a professional life that I enjoy and thrive in. And there was a lot about that first business. You know, I was definitely escaping from some things by being busy at work all the time because I never knew what I was walking into at home with my ex-husband that I've recognized since then. But it, it also brings up this question of, you know, as a society, it's, I've been talking with some people about this recently, because on the other side of that, I have switched from working 10 to 12 hour days and, you know, always being on and basically never having a break and not having any good boundaries around my time. A lot of the things that we talk about on the show as entrepreneurs to I'm now home a lot. I work from home. I like being home. And in the last year, we've really had a shift in our family dynamics where my husband's taken on a very intense role in the Native community and in leadership, and it's taking a lot from him. And, you know, there's a lot that he has to show up and give. And so it's shifted our dynamics at home, where I have essentially become the stay-at-home, you know, wife and mom. I do still work, but not nearly as much. And I, you know, have taken a lot on a lot more of the responsibilities of home life and taking some of that off of his plate because he just doesn't have the capacity for it. And so I've been like looking at it and thinking about this a lot for myself. And I just wanted to have all of us go down this road because 
it's like as a society, we have shifted from where women stayed in the home and you know didn't have the opportunity to have education or have careers or, or get jobs and were dependent on men. And a lot of these things that we have shifted and transformed for ourselves because we can, we can, you know, I have a doctorate degree. Like we, we do get education and we can do just about any job there is. I think there's still a lot of stigma in a lot of those places that we have room to grow, but it's not like it used to be. And what's come on the other side of that is almost, I know this has been true for me, this judgment of just being a stay at home mom. And I have been guilty of, of, creating some of this dynamic, I think, in how I've positioned my business over the years and conversations I've had with women who, because I've, I've had women that I've worked with who weren't necessarily entrepreneurs, who weren't necessarily in leadership roles the way I talked about them, whoever, how were very, you know, incredible, intelligent, high-achieving women who stayed home with their kids. And I wanted to bring this up because I know I have really been struggling through that. There's like this shame that comes with just being a stay-at-home mom. And I don't understand why it's pervasive, especially because in this day and age, a lot of us have the opportunity to make that choice. Like I have made the choice to be home more. And I homeschooled my kid for the last few years and he's finally back in school and that's great. And I thought, you know, maybe I'd get bored or or want to work more, you know, any of that. But just with where my husband's at and how I'm supporting him, I don't really feel that drive. (laughs) And, you know, we are blessed with not really needing me to work for, from a financial standpoint, but it's opened up the space where I can examine that relationship with, you know, being a woman who works or doesn't work, who has education or doesn't have education, who makes the choice to stay at home or doesn't make the choice to stay at home and not attaching the judgment that tends to come from our society in that. And so I just want to challenge you in your own life. Like, I think the only way that we can really start to transform this is to look at how we as individuals relate to those dichotomies and those things. And it's just so interesting to me that, and my judgments have been challenged over the years. both from my practice and then from the women that I've worked with because I have met some very incredible, very smart, very intelligent women who have stayed at home. And I have met some very incredible, very smart, very talented women who have balanced both and, and maybe balanced. Let's just take that word out of it. (laughs) I've done both and done it well or done it not well. And, And we all have seasons, right? Like we have times when we work more in times when we don't and, and life changes and shifts and flows. And it's interesting to step into this new identity. And I also find it interesting how judgmental we can be as a society of those who stay home versus those who don't, or of, you know, we have the archetype of the trophy wife, right? Like I've, I've been jokingly <laughs> kind of exploring this, in my own life over since I got remarried, honestly, because my husband's wealth capacity was much greater than the one that I've ever been used to or, or imagined for myself. And so it's just been something to learn about and really take on for myself and exploring like that, that idea of like, can we be okay in those spaces and in that new identity? And My bigger point in bringing this up is this isn't going to be a very long episode, but just for each of us looking at 
you know, are, are you truly choosing the roles that you're in? Like, do you, do you, does what you do feel like a choice and like you're doing something that speaks to your soul and drives you forward? And like, I, I do still have, like, I'm always going to be an entrepreneur, right? I, I love this podcast. I love the coaching that I do. I love the work that I do in the world. And it doesn't have to be the forefront. Like I don't have to design my life around my work. I can have my life and design my work around that. And that has been a really big shift and change for me to just be more present in my home life and in doing things for my husband and not attaching any kind of stigma to it. Like, honestly, he still does all the laundry and I'm totally good with that. But it's, you know, I'm, I'm picking up more things like shoveling the deck and learning how to plow and, and doing some of those other more men activities around the house because I just know he doesn't have the capacity for it right now. And, and that's okay. And so can we start to shift, you know, some of those, I think there's lines of like gentrification that we've done in terms of like the things we do around the house. And there's also these stigmas that we hold around women who don't work and support the home in another way. And it's been eye-opening, let's just say, for, for me. So I, I wanted to come on and, and just talk about it and have you start thinking about it. Like what has been your drive to work, to not work, different stages of your life? And inside of all of those, what are the stories and you know maybe the emotions that have come from that? with you you know what are your thoughts and feelings thoughts and feelings make emotions we have thoughts we have feelings that we attach to those thoughts and then the story we tell ourselves about that is our emotion so what comes up for you over that maybe this is something you journal on or talk to some you know a friend about or you can email me if you want to get into it because i'm i'm very much just leaning into looking at these different ways that my identity is shifting and how do we kind of like our our self-talk around body image or any of those other things there's these stereotypes and stigmas that we hold as a society that can be ingrained really deeply and it's just been in the last week when I was actually talking about this with a couple of women that I've been on a kind of deep trauma healing journey over the last year uh, with that we got into really looking at like okay what is it that causes us to have shame around these things. And I just wanted to actually issue a, we're going to go with an apology because I, I have very much been drawn into, I'm also in this place of I'm just questioning everything right now in terms of, you know, how, <clears throat> how people interact with me, women in particular, and what their experiences are and how I can improve that and just where I still get caught up in causing, you know, perpetuating some of these things that exist in society. And one of those has been, you know, and how I communicate and all of that, like the women that I've worked with in the past in coaching who were stay-at-home moms would often apo almost apologize for that fact or feel like they didn't belong or, or not fit because they didn't have a job and yet they were still drawn to a lot of the things that I was talking about. And so if you're in that space, like, I don't, I think we need to detach the 
whether you have a job or business or work or not, or spend your time with your kids or do both or have a nanny or like any of those things, we need to detach the shame, guilt, you know, judgment and, and perpetuating those stories and cycles. And I know I unintentionally have been guilty of that. So I apologize to anyone that I made feel like who might still be listening to the show, but, you know, made you feel like you were less than a, not considered a high achiever or any of those things just because you stayed at home. None of that is true. It doesn't define us. It doesn't make us who we are. It's a season of life. It's a moment in time. And I think when we can fully step into and embrace that, we can start to move away from judging any of it. Right? Like just because we choose to stay at home doesn't mean that we're setting ourselves back as a gender 50 or 100 years. It's, I think we can do all that in a very powerful and meaningful way. And I'll share one more story just in wrapping this up. I have a, a good friend that we've been friends since college. Her brother was actually my college boyfriend and she and I stayed close after he and I uh, split. But I watched her go through this. She was a very successful massage therapist. She got married. Her husband is a, a radiologist. And especially during COVID, his job became a lot, super high stress, all this stuff. And I went to visit them last year and I just saw she has embraced this homemaker life. She no longer does massage. She actually is working on becoming a romance novelist, which I find super fun and fascinating in all the ways. But She's home and she really goes out of her way to take care of him. She plows the driveway. She shovels. She does, you know, all the home stuff because he's stretched really thin and he makes great money. And, and that was the start of opening my eyes to, you know, especially with my husband stepping into that role where he works 10 to 12 hours a day and travels all the time. And, you know, he, there's just not a lot of capacity for him to be at home. The best way I can support him and support him being a powerful leader in the roles that he's stepping into right now is to do a lot of the stuff at home and not, you know, not put anything in my space about it and, and to be okay with serving him in that way. Because what someone said to me recently was that, you know, my serving him and help support him, it actually helps serve the entire, you know, native community that he is working with right now, which is significantly large at the moment. So we have to kind of step back and look at like what, how are we actually helping to lead whether others or ourselves by stepping into these roles and doing it with a happy heart and, and not from a place of criticism or judgment. So those are my thoughts on all of this. I would love to engage in conversation. I'm, I'm still formulating some of them, but I would love to engage in conversation with anyone who would like to. You can either join me in the RISE community, which is <clears throat> jointherise.co is where you can go do that. Um, that group's just getting off the ground. I'm chronically kind of bad at <laughs> getting groups going, but it is a place where we can come together and actually have more connection and discussion. And um, I will be launching a book club this this next month and just ways for you to stay engaged in some of these conversations because it's easy to be on an island or listen to this and be like, well, that was cool and not really do anything with it. So it's that next step of actually taking some action on the things that I share that you're working on in your own transformation and growth edges this year. Um, so that, or connecting with me on social media, I hang out most on Facebook for some reason, but I'm, you know, you can find me at doc, uh, Alec, Alexandra Swenson Ridley, I think on most of them. And I'm Dr. Alex um, on LinkedIn. So 
that's that for this week. I look forward to seeing you next week. And really, truly, I would love to talk more about this and just the more of us that talk about it and start to have these conversations where we can shift perspective and really find freedom of choice, I think is where a lot of power lies and where a lot of us will find our wings and truly fly in whatever whatever stage of life we're at and whatever we're currently up to in the world. So I hope this served you and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. I have a small request. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This is a huge help to us on our quest to reach even more women around the world. Finally, if you're searching for a free community of women on a similar journey to you, I'd like to invite you to join me inside the free Rise community, posted off of social media on Circle. Here you'll find connection with other women in a safe and loving space, a weekly book club, live events designed to deepen your inner work journey, and additional resources to support your growth. Visit www.jointherise.co or simply click on the link in the show notes to join me. Until next time, remember to honor and love yourself in each moment. Embrace the challenges life throws at you and continue rising. Rising.